Recently, many of us put out a warning regarding a Marburg hemorrhagic fever attack by electronic frequency that could very likely affect many people who took the COVID-19 bioweapon injections, falsely called vaccines. One of the expert sources of that information, who has the evidence to back it up, is attorney Todd Callender, a respected and revered leader in this U.S. government and Department of Defense mass genocide operation. Many questions resulted across social media, and so I wanted to reconnect with Todd on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show so that I could extend many of your concerns and questions to him. And Todd joins me now. Todd, always an honor and a pleasure to see you and have you back on the show. Yeah, likewise. It's really an honor to be here, Doc. It's always a pleasure to be with you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. Well, we really all stirred up the pot last week, didn't we? Uh, Ann Vandersteel, yourself, me, uh, and a bunch of other uh, leaders in this movement um, because you felt the need to bring this forward. So I wanted to kind of start from the beginning. It was truly shocking. A lot of people misunderstood, Todd. They thought it was going to affect the entire world. That's not what you said. That's not what the evidence says. So let's take it from the beginning. What is this Marburg hemorrhagic fever attack that is coming? What is this? Let's well, break it down a little bit. First and foremost, I, I have to tell you, you, you caught me by surprise that, that a lot of people that said, you know, that this was all blowing up because the interview that you reference is more than a year old. Yes. Um, yes, been, it was. We've been I replayed talking it. About this. In fact, I've been talking about this for, for two years or more. Um, and there was a reason for that. In fact, I, I, I will prove to you with 100% certainty and accuracy that we are we are in the middle of mm. a Marburg pandemic right now, a Marburg pandemic. There is going to be a Marburg pandemic. Mm. Incontrovertible proof. Would, would you like me to prove it to you? In fact, well, I'm this gonna, is I'm a hot mic moment. I just want to say this is uh, something that you're, uh, you may or may not be breaking new information, but this is the connection, I think, that is the hot mic moment, correct? Yeah, well, okay. I think it is. So, you know, not by coincidence here, we are uh, September 11, so 22 years after the first false flag. What and a date. How do we know about, well, let's think about this, right? The, the Vietnam War was, was predicated upon an a, um, aggressive act by the North Vietnamese because they attacked one of our, our ships in the Gulf of, Content, Gulf of Tonkin. It never happened, doctor. The USS Liberty, you know, was uh, shot up by the Israelis. Um, why? To try and spark a war with the, the Egyptians. Our government has a history of these things. How about um, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq? Right? Not just our government, governments around the world have a lengthy history of false flags of the Hegelian yes. dialect of of making things happen to effectuate a change in behavior of the masses of people. And you look at the trade that was made, our liberty for security on you know, September 11, 2001 is the day that we gave in to what? The, the war on terror, you know, with this, this evil enemy that's faceless, could never be tracked down, and they could never be beaten because it's not an enemy that you can identify. Terror comes out of the clear blue sky. And that's precisely what they said happened. We have this fictitious enemy, um, but it acted as a predicate to um, something that had been on the shelf for a very long time called the Patriot Act that was sitting on the Pentagon's shelf as, as is all these other things. Um, 
you know, you look at Operation Warp Speed, that was on the Pentagon shelf in 2016. They had been working with mRNA shots for 20 years. All the test animals died. You and I both know that. That's why we freaked out when they said we're going to give out, you know, mRNA shots to 1.4 million soldiers all at the same time. My point in telling you this is that I know with absolute certainty that there's going to be a Marburg pandemic because there already is one. Um, because it was declared in the Federal Register on Wednesday, December 9, 2020, in the notices. The Federal Register is the, is the means mm. by which law is made, Doctor. Um, yeah, can the you, Americans, can, I'm sorry. The, can you say ahead. a few words about the Federal Register? I'm not an expert in it, sure. but it kind of goes parallel to policies and acts like the PrEP Act not and kind stuff like that. Yeah, can, oh, not okay. kind of at all. It is. This is the so Congress oh, but, makes yeah. statutes, right? That's yeah. who who is the lawmakers. However, the executive branch of our government that falls under the president. All of those agencies are who make regulations, and the, they also become law. Regulations. There is a requirement that they go through a process, a due process, in order for rules to become laws. Part of that is the notice and comment period. So if you want to look up the process, it's in the Administrative Procedures Act. Um, it's required before the administration can make any laws. They have oh, to reference okay. a statute, and then they get to define the statute um, by which regulator or which agency has responsibility for enforcement of those laws. And they say, okay, here's the regulations. <clears throat> they have to do notice and comment. They have to give the public notice, hey, here's what we're going to do with these regulations, and we'd love to have your comments. And, and official acts, for instance, oaths of office. If you take, if you're appointed as the Secretary of Defense, your oath of office has to be published in the Federal Register. Other countries call it their National Gazette. Things have to be noticed because it's noticed to all the world, here's the law and here's what it looks like. Well, sure enough, they made this law. It's, I see. Uh, and and Todd, before you jump into that, that yeah, I, oh okay. yeah, I was going to say, I want, um, just to underscore what you said before, uh, every, somebody put this out, every election year has a disease. So you could go back as far as SARS, yeah. 2004, avian, 2008, swine, 2010, MERS, 2012, Ebola, 2014, Zika was 2016, although we never noticed it with Trump running, Ebola, 2018, Corona, 20. Are you telling me that 2024 is Marburg? Yeah, of course it is. Okay. <laughs> so, Just want to get it straight. I don't mean to be so rude about it. You got it exactly <laughs> right. So on this date, you know, the, the I'm, I'm going to read it to you exactly. Sure. It's, I mean, th th that's how I know with 100% certainty. It's volume 85, number 237, Wednesday, December 9th, 2020. It's a notice. It's in the Federal Register. Wow. And it states towards the bottom, Department of Health and Human Services, offered, uh, sorry, Office of the Secretary. Notice of declaration under the Public Readiness and Emergency Preparedness Act. That's called um, PREP Act. Countermeasures against Marburg virus and Marburg disease. The secretary is issuing this declaration pursuant to section 319F-3 of the Public Health Service Act to provide limited immunity for services and to activities um, related to countermeasures against Marburg virus and or Marburg disease. This declaration is effective as of mm. November 25, 2020. So they made it retroactively effective um, so apparently, according to this and, and um, the Secretary of Health and Human Services, who also, by the way, seemingly doesn't have an effective oath of office, at least the current one doesn't, um, th th there's a Marburg pandemic because they sure as heck declared it. What is the effect of this? 42 CFR, Part 70 and 71, when this was declared, 
then all of our constitutional rights were suspended and substitute protocols to our due process rights were ensconced in another regulation, not statute, 42 CFR Part 1771. I would challenge your people, your audience, you've got a library right here in your phone, right? Yes. The library right there, look it up. 42 yep. CFR Part 1771, and what you come to find is that the CDC and the FDA take over our country when such a declaration is made. It released a whole bunch of funding to CMS, um, Centers for Medicare and Medicare Services, and what did they do? They built um, quarantine centers, FEMA camps. That's what they did with the money, and by the way, they, they made uh, countermeasures, Marburg countermeasures, what are those? Another set of experimental vaccines. We have to have a look at some of these. These are experimental. These are emergency use authorization. It says it right here that they're going to limit liability for these experimental things. It's not exactly what they said experimental, so, but they're providing a, a, a immunity for all of these countermeasures. Yes, Are, right are you saying that they're going to be, because they do all this ahead of time, like they did it in 2018 yes. and 19. Are you saying yes. they're going to come out, like Mark, his words, you're saying they're yes. going to come out with a Marburg vaccine, like a C-19 yes. vaccine, it'll be mRNA-based. Yes. Okay, okay, because it's federal. We've already, we've already looked at it. We know what the ingredients are. In fact, there's not one, there's many. Um, there, there's a bunch of different candidates. Uh, there's Ebola, there's Marburg. They, these are okay. all the, hemorrhagic. the same, by the way. Okay. It, precisely, doctor, I'm glad you said that, because whether it's, it's an Lassa, umbrella, yeah. dengue, Ebola, Marburg, they, they're all yellow, made, by the yellow way. Yellow fever. You yep, bet, yep. and they're all hemorrhagic fevers. Right? Yep. So, so now they've, we looked at a, an mRNA shot. Interestingly enough, Dr. Chambers, who is a friend of both of ours, he's a medical doctor, not just any medical doctor. He was the first Green Beret medical doctor. And in his medical handbook, um, if he were to run into Africa and find Marburg or Ebola or some other hemorrhagic fever, what does a Green Beret do? In his handbook before 2019, it said, um, get some fenbendazole, take two tablets, you're good to go, don't worry about it. Um, 2019, what does the Green Beret Handbook say for doctors? No, 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 we have an experimental vaccine, an mRNA shot for you. They removed reference to the existing therapeutics that have been around for a long time, just like ivermectin, fenbendazole, your, your dog is probably taking it now. It's, it's quite <laughs> um, common. And it's an right. It's an anti-parasite. Okay. It's an antiviral. It's a uh, anti-inflammatory, and that's what they have been using to treat and cure. Operative word: cure Ebola and Marburg for okay. a long time. We've got to sort out a couple of things because I I hear my audience in the background in my ear. Really? Are you um, channeling? I, I do. I channel my followers. They don't. <laughs> they they're very lucky that I do that because most people don't even interact with their followers. But be that as it may, it's my mission. I got to sort out a few things with you because only you can explain it. Uh, number one, uh, let's be really clear. This is an, an immediate, an initial threat to the jabbed, correct or not correct? I'm sorry, what do you mean this? This, this Marburg, the Marburg illness. Sure. It's, well, it's, it, it is, of course it or is. Or is it, for is a, it a threat reasons, to, okay. I think it, it, the answer is yes, doctor. But you know, again, I'm a lawyer, not a doctor. You've got the better. The jab first. What my sense is this: we discovered very early in this journey that inside of the hydrogel were all kinds of, of crazy things, including something called M cherry. 
and this is a glycoprotein um, that has all kinds of crazy features, but we find M-cherry in all kinds of bad places where disease show up, and we found also these other lipid nanoparticles packed with all kinds of diseases, pathogens, sure. Marburg, Ebola, Staphylococcus, uh, strep, all kinds of weird things. And, and so we know that um, all of these ingredients could and, and ostensibly would be included in the shots because there, there is no good manufacturing practices. There are no standards. Um, the shots heretofore were not even investigative new drugs. They were COVID countermeasures, which means they, they didn't even go through the FDA process. That was all a fraud. We know that now, right? Wow. You bet. We know that now. And by the way, the courts don't want to hear it. Right? They, no federal court will hear anything about this. Our case just got dismissed finally after all these years. Um, because oh, universally, the, our government doesn't want to talk about this. Well, and they sure as heck don't want to get into evidence. But my point, doctor, is this. Because they're it doing it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> because they're doing it. That's exactly right. Secondarily, EMF radiation, according to Dr. Vleet, I talked to her all two hours ago said that with the right frequency and strength, EMF radiation produces the same results. So are the are the jabbed at more of a risk? I think the answer is yes, because they're more sensitive to the EMF radiation. I see. They may, in fact, also have these lipid nanoparticles uh, that will release the Marburg uh, other pathogens in them. Um, but, you know, the reality is that our government has been flying in 300 people a day from this part of Africa where Marburg and Gola have, have broken out. And the CDC has been watching them. A couple of the airplanes got diverted to Atlanta where they did some basic screening and then they let them go on to L.A. They opened up an Ebola research facility in Texas and another one in Philadelphia. And we had the monkey spill on the streets of Pennsylvania. All of the indicators are here. The CDC has been busy hiring Marburg experts um, for the mm. last, I guess, six months now. So, I mean, they've so, been gearing up so, for this. So that they won't seem to come out of nowhere. But... Let exactly. me ask you this. Why do they have to fly in infected people from Africa if they're going to stimulate it with the, the radio frequency? Well, wouldn't you want to have a, a plausible excuse? I like, see. Was it the ah. cell phone towers? No, plausible deniability. No, it came from this dude in Africa. I... <laughs> he was there at the same time. You know, he... Say the same okay, thing, Doctor. Here. Look, I can guarantee you, in the Gulf of Tonkin, was there a Navy ship that could have been hit? Yes. I see. Right. Was the right. ship hit? No. Okay. Is is uh, to your knowledge? Uh, maybe we need to get Doctor Vleet on as well. Would have been fun to have sure. both of you. But is uh, fenbendazole then going to be effective against RMF or radio frequency stimulated versus Isn't that wild? A great question. Wild. Isn't that a great question? Marver? So, uh, Doctor. Dr. Vleet says, yes, this is the great okay. news. I asked her that question more or less all of two hours ago. And she said, the good news is this, that I think there's several of them. There's um, fenbendazole, albendazole, fenben444. There's a bunch of them. And she, what she did is she made a hemorrhagic fever preparation guide. I call it a one pager. It's more than one page. But she did this, you know, when you and I were talking about this more than a year ago. And it's on her site, truthforhealth.org. And okay. the answer to your question is yes, that that all of these diseases, whether it's EMF or this particular disease, have this high uh, inflammatory effect, and that all of these antivirals have a tremendous anti-inflammatory effect. So they they are beneficial one way or another, and they seem to be parasitic one way or another. These right. diseases and these are anti-parasite drugs that they're talking about. And then the other thing, and you know this because you've been for years in and, in and around the pharmaceutical industry, drugs yes. can have many, many mechanisms of action, many of which have not even sure. been discovered yet. So there may be the anti-parasitic piece plus other things. Um, I'm going to do a shameless plug um, 
because I know you're not selling anything, but on the fenbendazole, I get a lot of questions from people asking where they can get it. I personally um, work with Dr. Stella Emanuel, so I'm going to just tell oh, cool. people to go to, it's drstellamd.com. I love her. And I'm sorry to plug it in, but promo code Ruby. Why? So She's go a to her. Person. God and you can her. trust her, and she sources yeah. right because she can't, she's a Christian, upstanding person. So I want people to know they can get fenbendazole, and you should get it ahead Beautiful. of time. Don't wait till. And she, you know what? She was an original. We, She's when an this original. Whole thing came undone. She was up on the steps saying, "Do yeah. not believe this nonsense." She's from Africa, right? Bill yeah. Gates was, <laughs> right. was testing these poisons on the Africans and the Indians, the kind of Indians in India, those ones. Um, yeah. You know, for for the last couple of decades, she knew, and she you know, she didn't stay quiet. She stood up there and she she uh, showed us all. God love her. So let's go back to, we are in a medical martial law emergency for Marburg right now. now. It is on because of, and we can, and people can verify it, a federal register. I'm going to put a link in the show stack below. I I sent you the actual, um, you have it right now. This is the actual declaration in the federal register. Okay, because I, I did take the note. Okay, perfect. We'll put that link up because when people say, well, where's the proof? Don't believe I, me. Believe your government. It's, it's right there. Yeah. Todd, one of the things I can't get over, you know, and I don't mean to sound, you know, like it's, it's incredulous or anything, but I think people need to keep hearing that your own government, it, first of yes. all, the American government as we thought of it, with elected officials and all that, really doesn't exist. Uh, I've had it arguments doesn't. in social media where people have said, the, the Constitution is not suspended, it's always there. Well, you know what, it's suspended because if you try to press for your rights, you're in trouble. You're, you could be in very, very deep well, trouble, you right? you make a great point here. It's so brilliant. Okay, let me give you an example as I'll to pay why you later. the Constitution <laughs> is suspended. No, but it, yeah. seriously, doctor, this is your absolute right, it's brilliant. How about those January Sixers? How did those constitutional rights work for them? They sat there for two years without a trial. There's something in our constitution called speedy trial. Is a two year waiting period in solitary confinement speedy trial? No, it is not. What happened to habeas corpus, also guaranteed by our constitution? How did that one work? It didn't. Our constitution was suspended. It remains suspended, and you're absolutely right. Try it out for yourself. It's not working. How is it that the FBI is persecuting people like um, President Trump, they're making up law that doesn't exist. The mandates they were go. made up, yep. right? Why are yep. they called mandates? Because they're not laws. They're dictatorial edicts. It's a mandate. There is no such law as a mandate. It doesn't exist. That is what happens when dictators uh, take over, and that's precisely what happened. When a national emergency is declared, you are effectively in martial law. Why? Because The Congress is replaced by the president. What that means is we have a change in the distribution of powers, right? We have the judiciary, we have the legislative, the executive branch. When the president declares a national emergency, the legislative branch goes off to the side. Mm -hmm. In this particular case, not only that, but the Article III courts, as it related to the reason for the national emergency, also then said, guess what? Your case against the government for these mandates is not justiciable. We're not going to hear your case. That's why none of us have lasted in federal courts. The uh. federal courts say we're not allowed to hear it. It's not justiciable. So also why national emergencies are only allowed to persist for six months, and then they have to be re-ratified. Well, I'm sorry, but President Trump declared a national emergency on 13 March 2020. It was renewed, and the Congress abdicated. How and why? 
because our Congress doesn't care. They've been taken over. They aren't working for us. They're working for themselves. And a national emergency was great for them because they didn't have to explain anything. They didn't have to take any responsibility. Why? Because their powers were given over to the president. That is the very definition of martial law. Mm. When one power, the executive branch has all the power. That's precisely what happened. Worse, doctor. Worse than martial law. Right, yeah. is, is suspension of your constitutional rights. Immediately after that declaration came the declaration of a public health emergency and a public health emergency of international concern because those suspend your human rights, not just the United States, but globally. So your constitutional rights are great. So we have rights against um, unlawful search and seizure. We have rights um, of due process. Those are constitutional rights. Human rights are before you experiment on me, you have to tell me what you're doing. Is this experimental or not? Who got their informed consent anywhere in the world? Nobody. Why? Because your human rights, International Convention on Civil and Political Rights, the International Convention on Human Rights, both of those say that you cannot be experimented on without your informed consent. Did either of those treaties apply? No. Neither yeah. applied because a public health emergency was declared and it took 50 years worth of law to make it so that one declaration by itself could remove all rights, all standing to protect yourself. Wow, I don't think I've ever seen you this fervent. It's great, uh, the, you're so spirited. I mean, you're, you're, you're angry, I, I, you're passionate, I, I get it, I, I get it. Because and I can't get in front of a court, doctor. You are oh. my court. This is the court of public opinion. Our yeah. courts don't want to hear what okay. I have to say. I, I said to them from the time we filed our lawsuit, is Robert V. Austin, I filed, I think it's 23, August 2021, said these shots turn people into a new species. You don't get to own people. And by the way, don't you think our military members should have a choice in this? Don't you think they should know that you are genetically modifying them? And the courts said, blah, 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 can't yeah. hear you. I'm excited to announce that we're having our biggest Christmas sale ever. You get our brand new six-piece My Towels for only $29.98, or rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper as low as $99.99. Or how about MyPillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98? There's something for everyone. Duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. Well, I know my pillow products make for the perfect Christmas gifts, so I'm going to extend my money back guarantee until March 1st, 2024. So go to mypillow.com now or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get huge discounts on all my pillow products. For example, you get our six piece towels for only $29.98, or get your very own my pillow bed sheets for as low as $24.98. It's our biggest Christmas sale ever. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. Hi everyone, Dr. Jane Ruby here. Many of you know that I promote products that I believe in and have vetted, but I also promote products that I use myself. I wanna introduce you to Cardio Miracle, the world's best nitric oxide supplement. I'm getting reports from not only the general public, but from experts like Dr. Kevin Stillwagon, a frequent guest on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show. He's a treating doctor and experienced commercial airline captain, and he's reporting that Cardio Miracle is making a difference in reducing the symptoms in the jabbed, protecting people from the effects of the microclotting caused by spike proteins. It's delicious, and I mix the scoop, one scoop, in eight ounces of water twice a day. 
For those of you who've taken the jab and are concerned about your cardiac and circulatory health, my conversations with Dr. Kevin Stillwagon and Josh Yoder from U.S. Freedom Flyers in an upcoming interview on the Dr. Jane Ruby Show will show you them describing the benefits and the reports they're getting. So check it out at mypowerheart.com. Learn more and try it for yourself. That's Cardio Miracle at mypowerheart.com. Enjoy. I have a special announcement for you. I've negotiated an unprecedented one-time special deal for 25% off everything at airwaterhealing.com, but only until midnight, September 30th. You will not find this anywhere else, not on any other show or channel. The promo code is RUBY25. It's live now and you still get free shipping. So go to airwaterhealing.com for all of the Triad Air purification products. Never change another filter, stop shedding symptoms, and eradicate allergens and mold from the air you breathe. And check out the rest of the website for many more health-promoting products. That's airwaterhealing.com. This special promo code is RUBY25, but only until September 30th. I get that at the federal level and those federal district courts is it, are we going to get any kind of power back in justice in sort of like, well, if you take it. in reverse, like starting locally and recreating like jural assemblies or, you know, start recreating local government? I mean, I mean, if the federal courts say, I don't, there's no jurisdiction, there's no, I don't, I don't have any standing. Doctor. Do you reverse it back to the local level to get standing? Because that's we one. We have to. The, our federal government doesn't even exist. Yes, I right? agree. One of the things we found, and you and I talked about, is none of them in the cabinet have an effective oath of office. In fact, I found one federal judge so far who has an effective oath of office, mm -hmm. I think. The rest, what does that mean? If they didn't swear an oath to our country, who did they swear an oath to? Themselves. Uh -huh. If they aren't serving the interests of the people, who are they serving? Themselves. There is no government unless the people that are paid by us serve the government they serve our interests there is no federal government so the answer to your question is de facto yes it starts locally okay um it has to, to and we have to take our country back doctor for sure um the um the oath of office issue one quick question are you aware of whether or not a any number of or faction of the congress slipped by without an oath of office? Like, did they just have a Cracker yes. Jack box so it wasn't official? Uh, do we have a list yes. of those names that I could find somewhere? Yes. So here's the good news. Lisa okay. McGee, who's our star researcher, started yeah. a, a project called Project Proper Oath, and she has a small army of people who are busy FOIAing, Freedom of Information Act And requests. she's putting that together. Okay, wonderful. She's putting it all together, and we're going to publish it, and then everybody can go online and go, hey, did my representative have an oath of office? Yes or no? And, and by the way, doctor, it isn't just the federal government. We're finding this in the states too. Some do, some don't. Mm -hmm. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to your sheriff's office, ask them, where's your oath of office? It should be on the wall, right? It should be framed and they should be proud of it. Mm. <laughs> so but if they're not what showing is you the, their oath of office, then, what is the ahead, next? Doctor. Okay, I'm going to have to tap into Lisa when she gets that finalized. What is the. Um, what is the next recourse when you go to your local sheriff and he says, you know, I never took my oath um, or right. 
it wasn't it wasn't done till days later and i don't know if it's official what what is the average person's next course of action well number one my my first course of action i'd be asking sheriff who do you serve if you don't serve the people if you don't serve the state if your oath isn't to us and your job and your country and your state then who is your oath to um, the reality of the situation if with, without an oath they're a mercenary they're getting paid as a hired gun not as law enforcement law enforcement yeah if they're not abiding the law how can they be law enforcement they're not they're a mercenary they're a they're a hired gun and nothing more than that and by the way most of these people will not take an oath part two to that question is that it is unlawful to impersonate a law enforcement officer ask anybody that's gone down the highway you know the siren going and they weren't a cop or emergency services you get a ticket you might go to jail for that same applies to federal officials okay you don't get to impersonate federal officials okay those are crimes okay you got me right where i wanted to be because over and over again we're all at, we all end up at the same place this is a crime he didn't take an oath he's impersonating an officer when i drove down the street in you know with the with a cop car whoop whoop pretending to be a cop yeah. i got a ticket i went to jail how do yeah. these people get enforced? Yeah, so we have to find one of two things. Where we do we get enforced? We have to find the, the law enforcement who do have an oath because they have an obligation to enforce the law. And you go oh, and you file a criminal complaint in that jurisdiction. So sheriffs right, are in charge of the law enforcement in their county. However, they have reciprocity with all the other sheriffs in the state. Most states have reciprocity with the other states. So if you, if you think you're gonna get away from the sheriff by driving across state lines, it's highly unlikely. Smokey the Bandit thing, that's okay. long gone. <laughs> so, it, and you can't drive between counties and think you're gonna get away with it because they all have reciprocity agreements. So if you find sheriff in County A who doesn't have an oath and you find sheriff in County B who does, you say, look, Sheriff B, here's the situation. This sheriff is impersonating a law enforcement officer. I'm making a complaint. And by the way, uh, I want a, a case number and I'm gonna be copying everybody and their brother, including our legislature. So and, and by the way, you can also bring that in your county court um, as, a, as a civil suit, you as a pro se plaintiff, and get it on the record. The most important thing is you get it on the record. That's what criminal um, complaints do. You're, you're creating okay. evidence, an evidentiary record, and then you hold them to it. I mean, part two is you start a little rally outside the sheriff's office, Sheriff A, who doesn't have an oath of office, so you start demanding answers, and your city council and your mayor Right. And your attorney general, how are you allowing this guy to be serving himself? Who's paying him? Why is he collecting money? Is that not money laundering? Where's his mm. bond? You can start asking a lot of questions and do it very publicly. OK, um, that, and that's really helpful because I think if people can envision what their next steps would be, it, it it's uh, bolstered by all of us recommending that you form your alliances in your family, your neighborhood, your community, saying. so that you can conduct those Absolutely. kinds of things. Because they don't see the need to do it yet, but they will get there. They will. And I want you to I want you to understand something really important. The vast majority of these law enforcement officers, they do have their oaths. They really do care. Mm. It's the ones in the positions of power that, that tend not to. So, um, you know, when I, I make fun, I don't mean to, you know, Barney Five, it's just a, a way of saying, you know, any old Joe Schmo law enforcement officer, but the reality is um, we need to bring them closer into our families, into our churches, mm. uh, into our friendships, because at the end of the day, what's standing between us and chaos are those guys, and, and those people have sacrificed. They don't make a lot of money. They put their lives on the line every day. Make yeah. the relationship with them 
right? Because there is no law law enforcement. Without law enforcement, if the sheriff, A, who doesn't have an oath of office says, I am telling you, go give those people those shots. I don't care if they put up a fight. That's an unlawful order. Mm -hmm. And if you are with that deputy Mm. who does have a valid oath of office, you remind of their constitutional duties. And the fact that that guy doesn't have a constitutional duty, that means it's an illegal order. Because if you don't have an oath of office, nothing you do is valid. It's illegal. De facto, it is void ab initio as though it didn't happen. So any order coming out of a person who doesn't have an oath of office is not an order at all. Which is why a great concern is that they're filling these, I understand, positions all over the country with illegal aliens who have flooded across. And if they fill up your police stations locally, you're in big trouble. Because to That's try right. to find one left constitutional real t- took an oath is going to be harder and harder and Doctor, harder. And I know it's worse. And if people don't believe your constitution is suspended, you only have to look to, to situations like that, allowing that, the J6. I well, mean, there were people that went right. to prison that were sentenced a couple of days ago to 20, 30 years in prison. They weren't even in D.C. This is how despotic the the the, the right. whatever it is that's but you know that um todd i want to go to one well, other let me, question let me, let me yeah. add something to this this is really important for people to understand this i really really pray that you'll listen carefully this the, the hague convention the fourth on the um the law of war says that when a nation has substantial government functions that are that are now occupied by an enemy it's enemy occupation the war is over your country is gone who's in charge of the white house Right. Is, is the president, um, is, is he bribed by somebody? What about his son? Is he compromised? What about our Congress? Right about, how about our, our, our military? What did the secretary, secretary of defense do? Ordered 1.4 million people to kill themselves. Um, now we have you know, people walking across the border, don't speak English, have no high school education, wouldn't even know who they are, but they're joining our military and they're becoming law enforcement officers. Mm. That sure sounds a whole lot like enemy occupation. And then, of course, on the 10th of January of this year, Mr. Biden goes to Mexico City along with uh, President Obrador and Prime Minister Trudeau, and they declare the North American area. The effect of that from national law, international law, I'm sorry, is that our country is no more. That's a declaration of the disillusion of our country. That's what that is. And unless we reverse that, unless we reject that, and somebody, and I think Mr. Trump should do this because he's the last known person who did have effective vote of office. Right, is no, right. We are not dissolving this nation, though these are our borders, these are our boundaries. By the way, Mr. Mayorkas, who's in charge of the DHS, who just welded open those gates, does not have an oath of office. He didn't bother. But by the way, does Biden have an oath of office or does he not have an oath of office? We don't know. This is the interesting part. We don't know. Exactly we don't really know. I'll tell you this. Presidents have a separate oath and a separate duty, and it is held by the presidential archives. It's not by the OPM or anybody else. And um, it, it, it is really unclear. But I can, can tell you. Can we get it by FISA? A FOIA? We Sorry, have, FOIA? We, we have FOIA'd it, and we've not gotten it back. You can ask Lisa about that. But secondarily wow. to this, what I do want you to know is we do know the oath of office we got from Kamala Harris is defective. Wow. All of the cabinet, all of them. And what I'm saying to you, Mayorkas, the guy who's in charge of the border, didn't bother, doctor. He didn't even fill out the paper. He just. So we have a lot bothered. of illegal officials. They're they're they illegal. They are actors. Okay. They are are impersonating federal officials. One other major area that I want to cover before we wrap up with you today. Um, uh, When when the information came out, I'm not sure where the specifics came on the 
RF, the radio frequency stimulation of the nanoparticles. Maybe you know from the patents and things like that. But there was a, a something about uh, 18 gigahertz. There were a lot of yeah. linesmen who wrote in. Uh, you know, people who cell tower, you know, employees experience who said, you know, I look, I'm all with you and I get it and I'm worried, but 18 gigahertz isn't going to cut it. Um, Oh, it does. Okay. So so can you clarify? They're saying that even three pulses of that are not going to necessarily ignite, though, explode those lipid nanoparticles and that release their payload. I never said that. I never okay. said that. I Let's clarify you that because you're the authority, one of the authorities. Not at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, this is a welcome way, to my I mean, world, Todd. Todd, welcome to my yeah, world. I, I get it. And, <laughs> of flying and I, I don't info. Know where this October 4 date came from. But the, the short answer to your question is there's scientific papers. There's, enough, there's plenty of them. I'm going to send you one right now um, that says that when there's exposure to the 18 gigahertz signal, I'm going to send you a bunch of them. Um, that it causes lipid nanoparticles to swell and spill their contents. That's what it says. Um, ah, not explode okay. or anything else. Oh, oh, can I ask you one other question? Uh, we sure. don't know yet, 100%, if shedding, people are, people can, tr- let, let me use the right term for everybody. It's called transference. But the tra- if the tra- if these are nanoparticles, they, they, they are, can only be, basically maybe made out on an electron microscope. So can the lipid nanoparticles be transferred? Because that would make the uninjected at risk for some of this payload uh, effect. If they got a few LNPs circulate, if, if those of us who never took the shots have, do we have a, if we have a few lipid, you see where I'm going? If we have a few I, of those. I yeah. I don't think you have to even wonder or worry about that. If you go back to the NASA Langley research paper in 2001, it specifically contemplates dropping these things from airplanes and they would bore into your lungs as you breathe them. There are 3,300 commercial products with lipid nanoparticles in them, including Coke and Pepsi and a variety of other things. Ah. So I don't think we have to even worry about it. Look, the papers are very clear, shedding amongst other things. If it's exchange of bodily fluids, look, the answer is yes. You're, it, these things were designed to be contagious. But I don't think it matters whether you're, you're exchanging lipid nanoparticles or not because they're everywhere. Ah, you think, well, but, though, but those, to, hold on, but those are very dangerous, poisonous, intended to kill ones, not the ones in your, sure. in your daily facial cream, right? So, Well, they, there is such a thing as continuous commercial production. There was a big convention on it in 2021, if memory serves, down in Texas, that they can make an unlimited number of these things with any payloads that they want to put in them. So whether or not your face cream has it is up to the manufacturer as to what they put inside of it. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying... And do they have to tell you? No, uh, but those, <laughs> they could be nefarious as well. But the ones we know from the sure. government or in these, yes. what I'm worried about is did they design them? Do we know if they've designed them? Because people ask me all the time, is the, is the LMP getting into me as well? I get a few spike proteins sure. you know, coming off of them, but sure. my body's going to defend itself. You know, your, your body recognizes foreign, and we haven't been damaged by antibody-dependent enhancement. Right. But what about the LMPs? Well, this is what I'm trying to say to you, is that, you know, the government papers talk about um, vaccinating people through aerosols that, I mean, in fact, they've been doing it for some time with nasal sprays. If you put lipid nanoparticles in a nasal spray, what does it matter? It goes into your mucosa and it gets into your body. So the the answer to your question is probably, 
But it doesn't matter anyway because they're putting these lipid nanoparticles in all kinds of things. And my sense is they're dropping them out of planes. They said they were going to. Um, in, in 1986, it's in the statutes that they are mm. um, geoengineering. You know, all of these things are in their own papers. So, you know, whether it's contact with somebody else, sexual or otherwise, is almost immaterial. Are we tolerant to some degree, especially those of us who didn't take the shots? My, my sense is this. Based on all the research I've done over the last few years, for some reason, the powers are desperate to get these things mainlined into us. My sense is that these um, lipid nanoparticles in the food, in the air supply, the water supply, are by themselves not effective enough to accomplish the mission until they are injected mainlined. Um, and this see. is why they're going to all the trouble. Why else would they pay people Krispy Kremes and beer to get a <laughs> shot? And why would they ramp up this right. fall? Get your boosters. Like they're dying to get these things. In fact, Bill Gates, didn't he say we're just going to shoot them in the arms of the little kids? Right? He was gleeful about this. Something about this seemingly has to get injected to to achieve the ends that they seek. Yeah, there is a there is a definite drive to that. It's very uh, concerning. Um, yeah. And they're not stopping. They're acting. No. I don't think they're as effective on they the can't general. Stop. They, but you see this new CDC director. I mean, she looks like she's kind of not all there. It doesn't make sense uh, in, an, in a slightly incoherent effect, affect, not effect, affect. She's, um, yeah, you should get it if you got it before. I bet she's triple vaxxed, right? 1P36 yeah. gene deletion syndrome, the first and most serious adverse event of special interest. What effect does that have? The atrophy of the frontal cortex. The number yeah. one serious adverse event your special interest, according to the six-month post-market study done by Pfizer, is a degradation of your frontal cortex. Which is your reasoning and executive brain, function. Right? Which is yeah. probably why when Megyn Kelly came out the other day and said, you know, hey, I've been injected and boosted, and it was after the booster that I got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. But um, she said, I had COVID three times but that was long after I got the vaccine. The vaccine did what it was supposed to do. And I thought, dude, you're still defending it? Dude. And, and you got, you got, you know, you had a booster and three shots. Your sister died last year and you just got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. And you're still uh, defending sure. the shot? Oh, it did what it did I, back there. I'm not going to hold it responsible for giving me COVID three times or flu or whatever. Todd, I can't. There's an executive function <laughs> that is impaired, right? I gotta tell you, I can't make the, the connection. <laughs> the only thing worse, the only thing worse than oh. seeing somebody drive around with a mask in their car all alone on the highway. Oh. The only thing worse than that is you hear somebody say, "Well, yeah, they died, but think about how much worse it would have been if they weren't <laughs> vaccinated." It's like, wait a minute, they're dead. How much worse can it be? But but thank God they were vaccinated. Really? Yeah. Are you really that stupid? You know, come on. They're out. Listen, I'm in South Florida. Uh, the the trade winds, <laughs> right? You're you know, I'm I'm looking at the people on the beach, and I'm and I and I want to say to them, but I. I do what my Italian grandmother, I just bite my finger and I just walk away and go, don't talk, don't talk. Because I want to say to them, you're outside. Okay, you're outside. Um, don't you realize you're in your you're in your car alone. You're outside. It's all the same thing. But uh, you see whatever. the people that go swimming with their mask on? I I've kid you not. There's never seen that in person yet. I would I'd have to say something. Todd, I'd have to get myself in trouble and say something. I just, uh. You know I'm glad we can laugh about it, Doc. 
we have to laugh at it. You know, God didn't take away yeah. our sense of humor yet. You know, well, I just yet. I just said, is this is this the beginning of the end times or is this another Noah's Ark? I'm going to survive it. You know, if it's a yeah. Noah's Ark, yes. you know, we're we're having yeah. a little fun getting to the other side. Yeah, I, I'm I with you. <laughs> so so Todd, uh, I want people to know they can go to vaxchoice.com. That's V-A-X-X dot a choice rather dot com. Yeah. Any other suggestions, last minute thoughts yeah. to people out there? Where do you want them to where can they can they help Lisa's work? Whatever. you you got a sure. you guys have a great team over there. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So she does Vax Choice. You'll find Lisa there. I spend an inordinate amount of my time these days. Clout Hub, we acquired yes. the company. We're building Truth Hub, which is cool. And thank you, doctor. Um, we, we now have the ability to help people have communication such as this without the Chinese paying attention or watching or recording everything you're doing. And we can do it in all languages of the planet. Everybody, um, the idea is that we can all speak the truth without the gatekeepers, commercial media and governments telling us what to think and do. So that's a Clout Hub product. Uh, it's called Truth Hub, Truth and that's Hub, where yeah. you find me most of the time these days. Uh, okay. And, of course, our law firm is Disabled Rights Advocates. We continue to help as many people as we can possibly help. Um, getting them out of shots, um, believe it or not, there are still people trying to mandate these things. And then you've got the CDC's recommended childhood vaccines, except the schools say they're not recommended, they're required. So we work a lot with Dr. Leinberger and other good doctors to get people out of these shots because they're all poisoned. Yeah, there's still so much. I can't believe it. Uh, just here in Florida, there's a very, a little bit west of West Palm Beach, there's an area called Wellington. It's mostly yeah, uh, sure. yeah the polo, horse farms, very wealthy area. I uh, have some uh, people over there, someone in particular who's a young woman running for office, a hopeful conservative. But the point of the story is she said that uh, there was an event there a day or two ago. Todd, it was outside. It was one of the Wellington Public School events. Again, very wealthy, a well-to-do, educated area. And they had the children for a photo op in masks. Oh, dear God. Why? I don't you know. Didn't... Refuse. The answer is no. I'm not going to wear your damn mask. You well, Todd, confirm. I don't want to be here anyway. Confirm to the public for me that when you send your child to a public school, I don't know about private schools, they could all be individually different, but public school, there's an inherent or a, a tacit consent to do whatever you want with your child when you send them to public well, they, school. They, they believe so. The state believes that they own your kid, and if you don't go along That's with it, they'll just call Child Protective Services to steal your kid. So yeah. you are literally risking your kid's life every time that you, you abdicate. Um, and, and you go to your school board. All you have to do is go to your school board meeting and raise the issue and say, why are you requiring masks? Where's yeah. the science behind this? And, and you know what? They'll throw you out. They will yeah. tell Deputy Five over here, arrest that person. Throw. Why? Because they don't want to answer your questions. Are they serving you? Where's their oath of office? They have to have one, by the way, and they don't. Ask them. First question, where's your oath of office, school yeah. board member? Let me see it. That is a, that's a great place to start. You're giving people great tools to start. They're asking, what can I do? How Demand do I react? Start with oath of office, right? Your state law requires it. And if they don't have one, they're impersonating official. That's, that's illegal. And you call the deputy and say, if they're doing that, and you cite the statute. Here it is in Florida, revised statutes, blah, blah, blah. If they don't have an oath of office, they are pretending that is an actor um, that's against the law. Arrest that person. Todd, get it I, on the record. Get it on the record. That's right. Crimi file criminal complaints. And by the way, file speaking of filing complaint. a criminal complaint, they can still get the form on vaxchoice.com, correct? Yes, ma'am. To file there a criminal the, complaint. 
You bet. And, and we have the original uh, criminal complaint. We drafted all the way back in 2020. It was right then. It is right now. It has a list of defendants, including, believe it or not, Oprah's there. She was part of the good club, amongst others. Uh, mm. Lo and behold, she's coming out not smelling so good these days. But yes, there are form criminal complaints there, amongst other things, free legal health, uh, self-help stuff. And in that, and also at Five Small Stones, the number five smallstones.com. Yeah, Five Small Stones is important too. Five is the, the number yeah, five small stones. Rebecca Weaver. Yep, she's running that. She's doing a great job too. You guys, there's a lot of tools that you 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 have all developed. And and in, before we close, I do promise that as soon as I can get the production, we are going to port over to Truth Hub instead of Zoom to go through Beautiful. to bring in our guests for the show. So just bear with me. I'm doing a lot of transitioning sure. these days. But yeah. thanks for everything you've put together and everything you do, Todd. I learned so much. Oh, it's such a pleasure. I learned Likewise, so much when I have you, you know, on. It's the cool part because you've got all of this wonderful scientific knowledge. Doctor, I know you. You were, you were one of our original affiants in our case. Um, and when we filed a temporary restraining order against the DOD, you were there, and I'm grateful for your help. You've been in this fight right alongside from the, from the very get-go, and I appreciate it very much. Well, I recognized very early I had two major concerns, the military, because this would take them yeah. out, and yeah, pilots, well, airline pilots. You know what? Yeah. As a doctor, if we didn't stop this with the military, if we didn't stop the use of force, which we did, by the way, that yes. TRO stopped the use of force, if we didn't do that, the military would have used force on us. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You were saving us, basically. Yeah. I mean, well, that, all, that all those efforts, right, to protect the military was to protect a faction that would protect right. us eventually. And there are a lot of those troops, those those service members. I've, I've spoken to many of them who left without taking the shot. They did leave everything behind. People, great Americans like Brad Miller and there's Sam Shoemate and so many others. They well, some of them, you know, just retired at the right time or left or separated, but a lot of a them lot left of them a walked. lot behind. They are did. not gone, my friends. They are ready right. and willing and able when the time and is right. Then they know. They know. So anyway, God bless you for everything you do, yeah. Todd. And oh, I'm so grateful that pleasure. you're a my fellow course. warrior and a friend. I'm honored to call yeah. you both. Yeah, likewise. I, like I said, you're one of my peeps, Doc. <laughs> Wow, that's an honor in itself, let me tell you. It, it is, it is. I, I count you as one of my close people. So thank you, Doctor, and God bless you for your efforts. Thanks so much, Todd. Um, to the audience, I'll be right back in a few minutes uh, with some closing remarks. Hi, everyone. This is Dr. Jane Ruby, and just about to turn the lights off and shut down the studio for the night and go home and get some rest myself. But I wanted to talk to you just briefly about something that's on my mind. There's no question that we are going to go into some increasingly stressful times. And while I'm optimistic that we will get through this domestic terrorism attack on our country and on our people, we need to protect our resources, like our homes, our savings, our retirement investments. And leaving them on paper is a terrible option. Do you have a plan? Well, I'm protecting part of my IRA and my 401k investment with physical gold and silver. I've partnered with the number one company in the United States rated A plus for customer service. It's their main focus. It's Augusta Precious Metals. How do you beat zero fees for up to 10 years? I mean, these are great people and they're very protective and everyone qualifies. 
Call them today just to learn a little bit more about what your options are for protecting your life savings with physical gold and silver. It's a very wise idea. Call them at 888-836-1890. That's 888-836-1890. Or you can click on the link below in the show description from tonight's show or any show. I promise you, you'll be in good hands. Get some rest. See you tomorrow. Medical disclaimer, the Dr. Jane Ruby Show does not provide medical advice. The information, including but not limited to, texts, graphics, images, and other material contained on this show are for informational purposes only and does not establish any kind of patient-client relationship by your viewing or attempt to communicate with Dr. Jane Ruby. No material presented on the show is intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health care provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment before undertaking a new health care regimen. And never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have seen on the show. Thank you for watching.